There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Taylor Swift's new album, Will or Won't It Be Album of the Year? What about Biden's approval rating? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $10 bonus to the first 500 people who sign up by going to Kalshi.com slash numbers game spelled K-A-L-S-H-I. There's no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Hour number two of a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network, VSIN.com, the Visa app, Fubo Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV, Baton Rouge. How are you taking us in this morning? We appreciate it. It's Gil Alexander, new crew, Kelly Bidlin, producer number nine. Club Nouveau used to have a song called Situation Number Nine, Kelly. Maybe one day I'll sing it for you. <laughs> Please sure do. We can all look forward to that. We should, we should make time for the end of the show. <laughs> Please. Could good. you slot that into one of the uh, one of our rundowns yeah, this week? Uh, also, uh, Isaiah Von Frankel downstairs running the show, of course. Wyatt Tomchek. Is Wyatt in charge of social? Is he the guy? Yeah, Wyatt's in charge. Yeah. He's in charge of everything down there. Sean McCollum on the uh, ones and twos in the, quarter, in the uh, corner. Little uh, in-house DJ, Sean McCollum. We had four um, audio guys in here at one point today. We had, it was, it, let's be honest, it was three audio guys. <laughs> <It was> three. <laughs> we had three audio guys in here. It was a very privileged air here. All right, still to come this hour, NFL MVP power rankings. Kelly and I have put together, this is like an old primetime action kind of thing we used to do. We are power ranking based on value, the bets that we like the best in the NFL MVP market specifically today. We'll do that. Paul Carr, Champions League picks coming up as well. Um... We get tweets at beating the book. Just wanted to mention a couple of these, too. Razor Rosenthal uh, discussing the U.S. Open and Survivor Week 1. This is handicapping heaven. Peter Watry, loved seeing Rob Bazzoli yesterday. Don't know him well, but binged four episodes of his pod, and it's great. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. It was great to have him in there. Uh, Bill Hooker. Uh, is uh, Kelly Rarefied Air with the same number as Sonny Jurgens at number nine. And uh, Joe, uh, Joe Nigro, who says, Preston Johnson is going to take offense if you keep calling him Kelly. <laughs> I enjoyed the tweet. What did you, you have about last I week? I told the story last oh, week. Oh, man. The tell, tell it real quick. Going, that is an all-timer. Tell it real quick. What happened? Uh, it was one night just walking out of here late for primetime action. It's probably 8 15 or whatever. <laughs> and it's a little after the NBA All Star break. And I'm walking right out that door to head out to the parking lot to my car. And this guy in the middle of the sports book stands up. You know, there's like probably 20 people in the sports book. Like, there's a ton. Stands up, yells over, hey, nice call on the under in the All-Star game, you moron. Something like that. I'm he, had, like, he, had uh, a, he had an adjective for call as well. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it wasn't me, but yeah, yeah no sure. problem. You suck. In the back of my mind, I'm like, I know exactly who he means. But. Yeah. All right, let's talk some baseball stretch run. Can we call the stretch run yet? Nah, maybe not. Quarter, final quarter just started. It's Mark Borchard from an undisclosed location somewhere in the desert with a Philly shirt on after that debacle yesterday where they cough up a 7 to nothing lead and lose 13-7 to to your D-backs. How you doing, man? Top of the morning to you, bro. Um, I'm, I'm doing good. I, I'm, uh, like, really, 
I'm I'm excited about this finishing. I, I'm kind of pumped up about this wild card. Uh, the the three teams getting in, and then they have a little bit different format. Well, can we talk? Once they get there, well, so, let's yeah. talk about that since you bring it up. Like, what per your numbers? Because I know. Let's start in the American League. I know you. You have been. I'm not saying this because it's a personal thing from you. Just by based on your numbers, you've been anti-Baltimore Orioles in terms of them getting into the postseason. They are two games out, Mark. Two. No? Still? Well, you know, we talked about it last week, and I think it was maybe like 5% to get into the playoffs last week, and they've really jumped. They've gone up to 17.6%. I think I might have upgraded their offense a little bit, but other than that, you know, they had a good week last week, uh, you know, getting through Houston. I think they they, they either won two or they, they split or they won at least one against Houston, but they kind of made a difference in that projection. They're still, like, they're still value betting in my opinion, betting against them to not make the playoffs or betting, betting on them to not make the playoffs. I think they were like minus 370 this morning. And I think I have it at like minus 400 to not make the playoffs, but they're, they're climbing Gil. I'm not, I'm not totally anti Baltimore. It's just kind of the way that the numbers shake out Gil. Yeah. Orioles. Yes. No to make the playoffs. The yes is around plus 320. Always shop around for these. The yes at minus 400, excuse me, the no at minus 400. So you're saying plus 320. No, still no. 17% is, uh, well, they should be a plus, uh, about plus 450. Okay. Plus we're getting there though, is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's, it's, it's a lot different. It was just like, absolutely not last week. And, and it's, it's amazing how that, that week made a difference. Uh, but I think there was a, I think, think I made an upgrade to their offense skill. All right. So what's the best then, then if we're talking about what's the best yes, no playoff bet in the American league, what are your numbers telling you then? Um, well, the American league to me, like I didn't really see a lot of like value. Um, yeah, there. you know, yeah, cause based on the, that, your numbers probably just corroborate all the, all the favorites. Right. And those are still too prohibitive to play. <sighs> Blue Jays, well, there's, there's, actually, there's a little bit of value with Toronto and Tampa both winning that division. I think I've got Toronto should be oh, 11 to one winning the division. Yes. Winning the division. I think you have Toronto 11 to one and they're, they're eight, they're getting 18 to one. And I think Tampa Bay was like, I, they should be 37 to one and they're getting like 40 to one. So I, I thought that those were, were a couple uh, ideas that I had uh, as far as the American league goes, but I didn't really see anything, um, in the American league. Uh, there's one in the national league. That's, that's somewhat surprising. Okay. What, what's that one? It's the giants. You can get them at 40 to one. <laughs> and I, I, I got them with a 5% chance. So like they should be 20 to one. I mean, it, it's, it's a, it's a long shot, you know, still, but value is uh, value. Those what you're uh, saying. Yeah. Value yeah, is value. Sure. The Giants, who uh, God, Carlos Rodon just was terrible in the first inning. I think when we did our uh, Q3, we we actually cited him as being great in the first inning. He got lit up yesterday early uh, in the first frame. I think I think going into that, and then Paulie, Paul Spore and I were sort of texting about this after the first inning. This is the kind of thing uh, nerds text about. But he was saying before that game, um, Rodon had given up just eight runs, a 194 batting average against and 565 OPS against Padres lit him up for three runs. And then the Padres ended up holding on for dear life, but 40 to one on the giants to make the postseason. The giants currently seven and a half out of the final playoff berth. The giants four games below 500 playoffs. Really? 40 to one. Well, though. you know, and it might be, it might be like schedule intensive, but yeah. I mean, just saying the, the, the way I do it, it's, it's, it's Monte Carlo simulation and yeah. it kind of, simulates the whole thing. So I got him like a 5% chance, not, not huge to get in, but still, still probably 
the best, I, I guess the best value there. I, I, I like Milwaukee a little bit. Uh, I think their division price is, is, is uh, you get a little bit of edge there on, the, on Milwaukee on the division. I think it was like seven to one or something like that. Okay. So Milwaukee uh, division, they're out six games now. And again, just a little less than a quarter of the season left. So we're talking 30 some ball games, give or take a few uh, for each of these schedules, but Brewers six back in the NL central and then in the American League, we were just talking about the Rays, American League East, that is, Rays seven back of the Yankees, Blue Jays eight back. Are you worried about the Yankees, like legit worried about them? Yeah, the concerning number to me is when I, when I looked at I handicapped the, uh, the, the game yesterday. I, I had the over, and it didn't go over, even though they, they hit five home runs last night, it combined the Angels and the Yankees. But the Yankees... Uh, walk, strikeout minus walk percentage, B, you know, K, K, K percentage minus BB percentage, which I think is a pretty decent number to use. Always like that. Yep. When, when you're evaluating teams and they were third from the bottom in August, it was like Pittsburgh, Kansas city, and then the Yankees. And I, I mean, that's really concerning, not just to get into the playoffs, but once you get there, I mean, your bullpen needs to be dialed in and, and, and there there's, isn't now, I think there's enough talent there that uh, maybe they're just going through kind of a hard time, but yeah, that's the concern. The concerning thing about the Yankees to me is, is, uh, that K percentage minus BB percentage. I think that's a, that's a really good number and it's really looking bad for the Yankees uh, over the last 30 days. All right, Mark, people are here for the picks. What do you got? What are your picks today? Well, I'm going to go with speaking of, this is why I wore the Philly shirt. I like the Phillies today. I don't think Nola's getting any respect. He's like a hundred to one in the Cy Young uh, market. And I, gosh, I just, I don't see it. I mean, if you look at his base winner ERA, it's 2.64. There's four guys ahead of him, DeGrom, Strider, Haney, and May. None of those guys have a body of work. I mean, he's, they got the best base winner ERA, uh, in the national league and he's a hundred to one. I just, I, I don't think he's been getting any respect in that Cy Young market at all. So are I've you, got this. Are game. you suggesting a wager on that? Hundred to one to win the Cy Young? Yeah, I mean, I I don't know what the what what are people looking at though? Like, I mean, his, his strikeouts are forty percent better than than the average pitcher. His walks are fifty seven percent better than the average pitcher. I don't know what people are using t- for these metrics. He's pitched a lot of innings. I mean, compare him to Alcantara. Alcantara's like. Minus 600, he's got a 3.43 expected ERA. He's only 14% better from a strikeout percentage uh, standpoint. I, have, I, I, I just yeah, I, I don't see that. I just don't. The overall point is well taken, though, right? Which is, again, it's the whole, we're so close to the sun on these markets, on these betting markets, and we've looked at these numbers for so many months now that we just take it as gospel that that's that this is what better that this is what voters are thinking right that Alcantara is so far ahead of the field uh Gonsolin by the way now on the IL so that whole Tony Gonsolin thing goes out the window now that I've been talking about but yeah I mean like I've never I've never run into a more irrational year right because I'm I'm team Shohei like the notion that he could have 35 homers and 200 strikeouts and somehow not be the best player in baseball just comical to me but okay that's a that's a story for another for another time but yes, to your point, I don't know if he wins it, Nola, but the whole thing's irrational, is my point. It's not, because, and it's not like I'm looking, doing, doing some kind of like first strike percentage multiplied by spin rate on off-speed pitches. I'm using like walks and strikeouts here. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. And his, his, so Alcantara is at 2.13 regular ERA. Okay, that looks great, but his expected ERA is 3.43. I mean, Nola's almost a run better. That's how egregious it is. Anyway, I, I, I didn't want to get off topic on that, but I think that that's one of the main reasons 
reasons I like this play today. I've got it priced at minus 200 on the five-inning line. Nola, again, location plus number, tops in baseball, 99 percentile uh, on that athletic location plus number. Gallon's a nice pitcher. I've got him in about 7% better than average. He's got an 80 uh, percentile location plus number. You know, this Philly offense is really interesting, Gil. They're at a 114 weighted runs created plus in August. But if you look at the first five innings, they're second in baseball. First five innings, uh, weighted runs created plus. They're at 136. The only team that's better is, is the Cardinals. So that's why I'm going to play this game on the first five inning line. And the only other game that I think that has some value today, I'm going to go with the Dodgers, uh, minus 133. I've got it at minus 161. I'm just not a huge fan of Taiwan Walker. And I think Haney's been pretty good you know, okay. by, by the advanced numbers. So Phillies first five, Dodgers full game. Yes, sir. Mark Borchard, everybody, at BaseWinner, BaseWinner.com. Thank you, Mark. Appreciate it. My pleasure. NFL MVP rankings next on a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Calshi. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Taylor Swift's new album, Will or Won't It Be Album of the Year? What about Biden's approval rating? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $10 bonus to the first 500 people who sign up by going to Calshi.com slash numbers game spelled K-A-L-S-H-I. There's no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Calshi.com. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. It is football season, and betters know that this is when the money is made. Nobody knows football like VSIN, and now's the time to become a VSIN subscriber and get our comprehensive college and pro guides. Again, outstanding publications. Only VEASAN subscribers get all the tools to prep for the college and pro football seasons. Our experts provide profiles of every team with advanced stats and power ratings, plus best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Sign up early, and for a discounted $175, you'll receive both guides and full VEASAN access all the way through the Super Bowl. Or join us for $40 a month and see everything that VEASAN has to up your betting game. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for all your options and become part of the Sports Betting Network. It's Gil Alexander, Kelly Bidlin in the house, everybody. Um, Kelly, by the way, have you take, taken a gander at that old uh, football preview guy, the pro football one? Yeah, I have. I've taken a gander. Gander? A gander. There's a lot in there. A lot, a lot from the win totals. What's a gander, by the way? I have no idea. No clue. A look, a, a look from the 1800s. You only, you only take ganders. You don't give them. You just take them. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, you only take ganders. I was mentioning this last week. So we do a whole grid of, like, VEASAN personalities talking about, you know, hey, who's going to win each division? Who's going to win the conference? Who's going to win the Super Bowl? 
most controversial ones in there, you know, most bold, I should say, not controversial, Sean King, New Orleans, to win the NFC. What do you think about that? I wouldn't mind it. I got some Saints bets in. Do you? What do you have? Yeah, on I Saints? got some Saints bets in. I do have, uh, I took a division ticket on them. Um, just wondering with, hey, look, eventually, Father Time's going to catch up with Tom Brady. We can say this every single offseason. He seems to be shutting the door on that every single year. But I like I like the construction of the Saints team. Do happen to win the NFC South um, at plus 325 there. And I believe that's the only bet I did end up making on them. Yeah, no win total bets on them. So just took took a little stab at them to possibly uh, get there in front of the Bucks. But some news involved with that team. They made a trade this morning, Gil. Traded Chauncey Gardner-Johnson to the Eagles. So starting a DB there. Really? Getting traded to the Eagles. Yeah, I guess they were working on an extension with him. Talks broke down. Um, and uh, the Saints made the choice hmm. to send him off to Philly. That from Ian Rappaport here this morning. I do think, and we we, we did not doing our week one picks necessarily today, but I, I do think that one of my plays on in week one might be the Cowboys. I'm oppo drew on that. Because I, I really do think with all the Buccaneers getting back to your Saints yeah. doing the NFC South thing, I really do think the Buccaneers, just the, the confluence of events, right? When things, when things fail, they can often fail like off a cliff, right? They can all just fall off a cliff. And their offensive line, injury and, injuries and retirement, right? Marpet, Marpet with the retirement. And what do we always talk about Brady, right? It's the pressure up the middle, right? And you're going to have the three guys that were there last year not, not starting the season with them with the two guards in the center. So. Yes, and he's, again, this just in, 45 years old. I believe in Roman numerals, that's a VL. Like, it's that old. And I, at some point, right? At some point, it has to happen. At some point, it has to happen. It just sounds so. It just sounds silly because we've been saying that for like 40 years now. You know what I mean? And he, oh, ke- yeah, he keeps throwing it in our faces. Listen, but eventually, we're going to be right. You know? But yeah, eventually, yes. we'll be right. And then we'll be those guys I, like, I, I told you I so. I told you so. For six years, I told you so. Just like my Vikings bets against this year. What, uh, what are these years, Gil? They're getting well, I'm with you on the Vikings, too. Like, yeah. I think I'm taking the Vikings week one, as a matter of fact, mm-hmm. um, against the Packers. Kelly has the NFC North and Vikings overplays. Um, anyway, where was I going with this again? I can't even remember where we started on this. Oh, uh, Sean King taking the Saints to win the NFC North. Uh, yeah, the NFC uh, South, pardon me. And then Dave Tooley off the grid. Titans to win the, the AFC and Titans to win the Super Bowl. Does, Whoa! Does Tooley, did Tooley, did we put that in from last year or did Tooley answer that this year? I don't know. Maybe, maybe he heard he heard your takes from last year and decided to go. He decided, with the Titans, he's like, boy, that kill is really high on the Titans. My God, he thinks they're going to be the number one seed. Oh man, <laughs> he's I mean, I mean, look, I do think I've got a cold spent in to win that division, but kill it's still to me. It's still unless until the Jaguars prove me otherwise. It's still a two team race to me. It's still it's still Titans and the Colts. I just think the Titans. I think you lose A.J. Brown. I think that's less weapons for Ryan Tannehill. I think it leads to Ryan Tannehill being more exposed as a very mediocre to poor quarterback than I think he is, uh, as opposed to some of the good seasons that he has thrown up over the past few years. And then it's just it relies way too much on Derrick Henry being able to do Derrick Henry things every single game, right? And you will have Derrick Henry games, but most often you probably won't this right. year. Right. That's right. That's right. got to be the right I can't opponent. get there with that team this year. I'm all about the Colts, man. I like Colts every which way, man. Mm-hmm. I just think it's it's an easy division for them, and I do think this is Matt Ryan's famous last words I'm about to say. Matt Ryan's time to shine. 
racket. I mean, like, but how, that much, won't come how back much, to much more me. comfortable do you feel with him there than what we've seen quarterbacks the past few years in Indianapolis? Oh, like, it's not even massively more. Massively. Like, it's not massively even comparable. Massively more, especially compared to Carson Wentz last year. By the way, is he playing for anyone? Oh, that's right. <laughs> God. By the way, that's the other thing about the Jimmy G thing. Can we go back to that again? The other thing that, that conspired against Jimmy G going anywhere else, that's like the missing element of this. Because we talked about, okay, teams secretly tanking for the quarterbacks next year and that clip from the Megapod. But it was just that teams ended up making strange moves. Right? Washington was like, we've got to get Carson Wentz. Yeah. So they were out right immediately. Then you were like, oh, the Panthers. Well, the Panthers ended up with Baker Mayfield because Baker Mayfield wanted out of Cleveland. Cleveland, because it ended up being 11 games, right? If it was four games, they would have just stayed with Deshaun. Uh, you know, six games, they would have stayed with Deshaun. If it was a full season, they might have said, well, not Jacoby Brissett, let's get Jimmy G. But with 11 game suspension, they were like, uh, okay, we'll go with Jacoby. So, yeah. And, and, then, and then Seattle, which everybody thought, okay, Seattle, everybody believes they were just waiting for the Niners to cut him because who, I mean, they can't be happy with the, the Geno Smith lock thing. But it's just like every, it's like everybody just got content with whoever they got, and then Jimmy G was the was the guy. What's the game uh, uh, that we play as kids? And oh, musical more, chairs. Musical chairs. Yeah, he was just the guy without a chair at the end. Yeah, he really was. Hey, I, the Seahawks are one of those teams where I'm like, you know, like what are they doing with you know the future of that franchise? Like you've got two stud wide receivers that you're just gonna. I mean, they're they're not they're gonna be out of their prime by the time you get a quarterback in there that can actually play well. Here's how bad my brain is deteriorating. I was gonna go duck duck goose there before I went musical chairs, and, <laughs> I, I, was, I get, and then I was like, I don't I, think I, that's the game. I, I was shocked myself. <laughs> I remembered musical chairs. Well done. You know, because we just play it so they, often. They still play in those games as children in this country. You think? No, I don't know. There's probably too much contact or something like that. Too much contact. There's a virus out there, you know. All right, let's rank. Let's power rank the current NFL MVP uh, bets that are still out there. Kelly, do we have intro music for this? No, we don't. Not yet. Okay. Not yet. You don't want to create one with your... We're, 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 we're working. There's we're a lot working of new shows around here. I'm sorry. All right. We're, we're backed up. Rob Moreno's backed we're up. Back. <laughs> we're backed up. <laughs> I think he wants to use another phrase for that. All right, I go first. Yeah, you go first. All right, number three in terms of, we're, we're, get it, we're power ranking the bets that are still out there based on perceived value. I believe number three is Tom Brady. I know I just said he's 45 years old, and there is a distinct possibility, I believe, and I might bet against this early in the season, that the, the Bucks are going to have problems, and, and maybe that will affect his play for all kinds of reasons, right? The injuries, the, re, the uh, retirements, his age, et cetera, his absence. I don't think the absence matters for 10 days. But... Voters will want any reason to vote him MVP. So if Tom Brady is anything at 45 years old that he was at, oh, I don't know, 44 years old, or any other year of his career, oh, man, people are going to bend over backwards to vote for Tom Brady. He's the third best, in my opinion, at 8-1. to one. Number two is Kirk Cousins. Getting back to your Vikings thing, Kelly. Yep. Because he's at the number he is. 50-1. to one. Now, look, I, I'm a Washington fan for all these years. Kirk Cousins was a stat monger there when he had Jordan Reed and Deshaun Jackson. He has taken over much of that to Minnesota, but he does have a, for whatever reason in the football sphere, people sort of smirk when they talk about Kirk Cousins. I think this could be his finest year ever. Me too. New I, offense, Kevin O'Connell, Justin Jefferson breakout, 50-1. to 1, I love that. Yeah, and and I do expect Green Bay to take a bit a bit of a step back. You get the, a new aggressive offensive coaching staff in there in Minnesota. I, I I think this could be their year. Yeah, and number one for me is Justin Herbert. I actually bet this at, at double digits, ten to one. I think I didn't get the greatest number on Justin Herbert to win MVP, but I just think 
He this is with a great defense now. More Justin Herbert. He had the second most attempts last year behind Tom Brady, but his are actually downfield. So Justin Herbert to me plus eight fifty number one. Yeah, switch over to mine. I, I'm looking for a couple of these. I bet I, at this point in the season for me, it's all it, it's it's looking about looking at the longer shots, right? I think some of those shorter shots. We always talk about this, Gil. How you, the good chance you might be able to find better value on those guys or as the season gets going. So really, longer shots is all I bet this all season. Now these bottom two, Kirk Cousins and Jameis Winston, I did bet at much longer numbers than this. I think the fifty to one on Kirk Cousins though is still bettable. Like, I do too. You added at number two yeah. as well. I think that one's still bettable. Now, Jameis, I got I scooped up at two hundred to one here in town. A little bit more of a long shot at sixty-six to one. I don't know if that's a completely fair number on Jameis, but yeah, you're going to see these two guys, like, like you just talked about, their names are going to be right up there if these teams exceed exceed expectations and kind of if they even exceed mine, then they're definitely in the conversation. But both those teams, I'm pretty high on, and then the one Gil. That I've thrown, I've heard thrown this thrown out a couple times, but I'm 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 coming more around on the Baltimore Ravens in this AFC North division, and I think Lamar Jackson. When you're getting into the 20s on him, I think it's a, I think it's a little criminal on a guy that we know how special he can be with both both his arm and his legs. I think it's a long number on a guy that can that's going to pile up a lot of yardage for the Ravens this year. Didn't mean to run you into a wall there. But, it, but Kelly and I don't consult on these beforehand, so we both end up with Kirk Cousins. Could yeah. that be the pro tip of the hour? I don't know. Candidate. How about that? You agree with me? People smirk unfairly about him? I think they do. We'll come back. Premier No, not Premier League. Champions League picks with Bulk R next. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit Visa.com to check the current betting splits data. Splitting bets! Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? Well, the betting splits page is updated every 10 minutes, so you can see changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits, yet another way that Visa is here to make you smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game, as always, at VSIN.com. It's great to hear that again. Skill Alexander, Kelly Bidlin in the house, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Jeff Parlay uh, still doing weekends here at Beeson and will be part of the Megapod on the Beating the Book podcast feed. We look forward to that. Uh, this gentleman uh, texted me uh, during the show here, uh, not to talk about soccer, uh, though we will have Premier League picks, midweek Premier League picks here momentarily, but he's just pumped about Survivor Talk. It's Paul Carr, everybody, from True Media Networks and, of course, the Expected Value Podcast. Good morning, Paul. Nice to see you midweek, man. Yeah, good morning, Gut. Nothing like you. Almost nothing I love more than Survivor. I've been doing a, a pool with buddies and stuff for about 20 years, so it's uh, an annual favorite. I, I mentioned in the first hour that better than even NFL is when you have a bracket f- construct. So March mm-hmm. Madness Survivor, because you have to yeah. you have to keep in mind teams have to still be available to you. Um yep based on the bracket format, which is a little different, it's multidimensional, right, than just an NFL yeah. season where you have to wait on them. Uh, so we're doing it with the U.S. Open, uh, Drew Dizik and I, so it's, it's, it's so enjoyable. One mm-hmm. of the great betting formats there is. Yeah, you got me hooked on the NCAA tournament one a couple years ago, and I, so uh, I roped in all my fellow addicts in on that. It's great. It's so great. Um, so where do you stand on the Dolphins? Now you're a Dolphins fan. What is your, what is your final preseason outlook on your Miami Dolphins? <sighs> So I, I kind of have two parts, like looking at the line. So I think their over-under is, is it eight and a half wins, I think? And you got to pay some juice on the over. Uh, I'd rather play him to make the playoffs if I'm betting, 
Because if you get to 10, you're almost certainly making the playoffs with seven teams getting in. And you can get like plus 140 or something on that. But I, I just don't know. I mean, I look at the offense and all the weapons, and it should be better. Uh, the run defense is still really a concern for me. Um, I just I don't know. The division is there, though. Bills aside, just mean the Jets are the Jets, and the Patriots are, you know, okay, but not uh, far ahead of the Dolphins, if at all. So it's there for them. And if this is the year for Tua, then, well... Then it's time to tear everything down and start over. Yeah, over eight and a half, slightly juiced. We're seeing some nines out there on the Dolphins as well. I just anecdotally, if I'm talking about a team in the NFC and the team in the AFC, and I'll bring Kelly in for this, like what's the team in the NFL right now in both conferences that you feel has the most nebulous general opinion on? Like that that there's no consensus. Like we were talking with Pizzoli yesterday how, how it's like oh, everybody seems to love the Lions. And there's always a team like that every year. To me, in the NFC, it's the Cardinals, right? The Cardinals are very tough to pinpoint, just anecdotally. Mm-hmm. And then in the in the AFC, I think it's the Dolphins. Like, I think there's the most disparate opinion on that team. Some people just absolutely think they're the greatest and, and are pro to and then there's the exact opposite. People are like, ah, he's terrible. I think it's hard to beat the Dolphins in that conversation in the AFC. And the NFC, I mean, the only other team I'd throw in there in the AFC is maybe the Broncos a little bit because everybody bit. was so high on yes. them when the Russell Wilson stuff came out. <laughs> we but then bets. all the other yeah. uh, AFC West moves happened, and we haven't really heard a lot of people talk about the Broncos recently. By the way, that's a great the, the bets that we most regret this offseason when uh, Russell Wilson signed with the Broncos. I tell you, <laughs> I made a Russell Wilson MVP bet, and then like Columbo, before I left the room, I'm like, eh, one more thing. <laughs> What's your Broncos to win the Super Bowl? What was yours, Kelly? Did you, Deshaun Watson? Oh, what did I've you gotten do? those, and then uh, Matt Brown and I made uh, speculative Falcons division bets <laughs> when it looked like Deshaun Watson was going to go there. So it was so hey, going there. Anybody yes. on Prop Swap, you won eleven to one Falcons <laughs> ticket, which is way off market in a bad way. I got it for you. That's the great Falcons bets. Um, oh, no. So I don't know. I, mean, I think it might be, yeah, Broncos is a good choice, too. Anyway, there's no science behind this question, but just sort of mm-hmm. anecdotally taking in for months people talking about the NFL. I just think there are teams in the middle that there is absolutely yeah. no consensus on. Um, My first thought on the NFC was the Saints, who, you know, oh, you're talking yes. about someone, Adam, they can yes. win the NFC. Uh, but, you know, I don't know. What if Jameis gets hurt or Kamara's not hurt or no receivers develop? Or What if Jameis, Jameis going to Jameis? That's right. 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 Yeah. Jameis himself has maybe the highest range of outcomes or broadest range of outcomes uh, for a quarterback. Though though we're we're hoping at this point in his career now, we've seen it certainly recently when he's had his opportunities and Mm -hmm. maybe he has moved on. Maybe we'll see a lot of, a lot of football to be played. We will learn very quickly. All right. So to what do we owe midweek premier league? This happens a few times a year, right? Yeah. They got to jam these in now and then, uh, especially now before. So next week, the champions league group stage starts in Europa league. So they can't do much midweek, uh, as often over the course of the rest of this year. So they got to jam an early one in, especially with the world cup where you're losing time, uh, those six weeks or so in November and December. So they're jamming in a midweek, yeah, a handful of these over the course of the season. You go two and one last weekend, I believe. Yep. Two and one last week. Felt like I should have gotten Brentford beating Everton because they totally outplayed him and just didn't finish, but that one didn't come through. So you are on the season uh, eight see. and four? Yes. Eight and Correct. four. Uh, yeah, eight and four. Eight and four. Because you, you had a two and one, then you had a three and oh, then you had a one and two and a two and one. So yep. I think that's eight and yeah, four. Eight and four up like three and a half units. Yeah. Nice. Nice. All right. Take it. We have today and we have tomorrow. What do you have today? Uh, one pick for you today. Uh, Leeds Everton. I'm going over two and a half goals. I got this at minus 115. Uh, to me, this is a real case of like 
look at these underlying numbers. So I didn't get to see the Leeds Brighton game on Saturday. Leeds lost one nil, which is the scoreline raises an eyebrow given how Leeds plays, which tends to have a lot of goals. Uh, but the underlying numbers, and when I went back and rewatched a lot of it, there were a lot of shots, almost four expected goals total between the two teams. So this was a typical kind of Leeds game. The goals just didn't come for either side. So I'm not really worried about that. Uh, so I still like the over two and a half here. The other three Leeds games this season have all had three-plus goals with underlying numbers to match. Uh, Everton's only had one game with three-plus goals, but again, their underlying numbers look better. Fifth most total expected goals in their games, the fourth most shots combined in their games. And Everton's just has injuries everywhere, backline, midfield, up top. It uh, doesn't matter. I think they're still a bit of a mess. Uh, I like the over. One way or another, goals are going to happen here, over 2.5, minus 115. I'd play it a little bit worse. Okay, leads Everton over two and a half. Let's get to tomorrow before we get your picks. Well, one of them, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll just tip off one of them. One of them involves Liverpool. Liverpool just beat Bournemouth <laughs> 9 0. Um, yep. So yeah, that's awkward. This... <laughs> Let's just start there. That's awkward. Like, what, what, what do you feel? I mean, how do you feel about that kind of thing, first of all? Like, do you know, usually in, in, in North American sports, you sort of call off the dogs at some point. Did you get yeah. the sense they were calling off the dogs there? Uh, a little a little bit, but I mean, they had five of those in the first half. Yeah. And it was, a, it was an interesting spot. I'm kicking myself because that was my fourth pick last week. I didn't give it out on the air. It's easy for me to say now, but it's the truth here. It just was a perfect get-right game for Liverpool after they lost to Manchester United. But they looked okay so far, and it just was all set up for them to roll. Obviously, I'm not, I wouldn't have taken them Liverpool minus 8.5. But, yeah, Liverpool's fine. We're not worried about them. We're not worried about them. Okay. Um, well, I wasn't suggesting we should be worried about them. Right. What was that? Some, you weren't. Some people were, though. They Some lost to Manchester were. United. They're at the bottom, yeah. at the bottom of the table, et cetera. I think they're going to be okay. What, uh, what was that Germany-Brazil? Was it a, was Se- it a World 7-1. Cup? 7-1. 7-1. 2014 semifinal World Cup, yeah. That was the most surreal World Cup game I think it's, I've ever watched. It was, when people ask, like, just from a on-the-field standpoint, the craziest game. Like, that was it. Obviously, it was not dramatic in the competitive sense, but for Brazil to lose a World Cup semifinal at home, 7-1, and five goals in the first half hour for Germany, and it's just insane. I think I may have told the story. Like, there was a thunderstorm in Rio. We lost power at the set. It was was the craziest hour of my career. Wow. I'd like to hear that story uh, at another time. So bring that one back. Yeah. Yeah, back to the picks. So you are, just I tipped it off, you are on Liverpool then against Newcastle this week, and yep. you're laying the goal and a half. Yep, laying the goal and a half, minus 125. Uh, Liverpool's won 15 of 21 home games by two goals since the start of last season, and of those they didn't win, three of them were against Chelsea, Tottenham, and City. Newcastle is not as good as either of those teams. They also have injuries. Alonso Maximin, the Frenchman, the forward is out. Callum Wilson is out. Uh, they don't have their new guy transferred in from Spain yet, so I don't think Newcastle has the firepower. Uh, I think Liverpool will win this one handily. It won't be 9-0, but I think they'll win handily, and I'll lay the goal and a half. All right, and the third, which is also uh, tomorrow as well. What do you got? Yeah, Man City, Nottingham Forest. I'm taking the first half over. Uh, over one and a half total goals in the first half at minus 130. I like it a little better than the the game over of minus three and a half. We got to pay more juice. Uh, actually, I bet against City last week and I barely survived. <laughs> Palace was up two nil on City at halftime and I had Palace plus two and a half. So I'm in great shape. Uh, but then City scored four in the second half and I had to hang on for 10 minutes. So that was a little crazy. But uh, 
City, I think, will roll here. Not him for us, newly promoted, still trying to find the right pieces in play. Uh, three of four City first halves have had two plus goals. They hung three on newly promoted Bournemouth in the first half. Uh, and City is City. They lead the league in first half goals. They're second in first half shots and expect the goals, et cetera. So I think they come out like they prefer to and roll Forest early and then just kind of throttle the life out of the game. City is City. I like that kind of analysis right here. Yep. Midweek Prem. Love it. Um, again, Paul Carr's uh, three wagers. Again, one is today. That is Leeds Everton over two and a half goals. Uh, we'll shop around for the best uh, juice on that. And then tomorrow, Liverpool giving a goal and a half against Newcastle. And then Man City and Nottingham Forest. First half over of a goal and a half. Paul, enjoy the action. Eight and four out of the shoots. Let's keep it going, baby. We appreciate it. We'll talk to you on Friday. You bet. See you, go. Paul Carr, everybody. True Media Networks. And, of course, the Expected Value Podcast at Paul Carr, C-A. R-R. We'll recap all of our bets next on a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Calshi. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Taylor Swift's new album, Will or Won't It Be Album of the Year? What about Biden's approval rating? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $10 bonus to the first 500 people who sign up by going to Calshi.com slash numbers game spelled K-A-L-S-H-I. There's no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Calshi.com. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets and risk-free tokens. Planning a trip to Vegas? You can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM Resorts properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards, sports betting's premier loyalty program featuring exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks when you wager on the BetMGM app. Sign up with BetMGM or log on today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Skill Alexander. It's Kelly Bidlin, everybody. Producer number nine. 
Okay. How do you feel about producer number nine? Do you feel like that, that you, you don't like that? Do you like that? What do you like? I'm okay with it. You know, I, I've been here for your long run of producers. You know, I, I, I slotted in at times at like three and a half, yeah. and five and a half or whatever for a, for a few weeks here and there. Never so. for a long enough time to, uh, yeah, to get slotted in as a actual number. Right. Yeah. Plus, you know, we did a show together for two years. So we did. It's, you know, it's my guy. You can call me producer number nine, but number one in your heart. And I know that. So it's okay. See, now if I confirm that, other other guys are going to yeah, get offended. You can't say anything. You can't say anything right now. You can't say that. That's why I said I know that. <laughs> That's right. Uh, he knows that. Uh, tennis bets for today. By the way, two have already gone off. Two more to come. All four were dogs for me, although uh, uh, the one, Bronsetti, which is still yet to be played, is about minus 118. You could still play there. Don't let it get higher than minus 125. Um, but of the two that started, uh, Zhang Xinwen is the correct way to say that. She's up a set uh, as a plus 103 dog where I got her. Uh, she was about minus 101 when we started that this morning. She's up a set now on Elena Ostapenko, so a good start there. Not as good of a start on Stevie Johnson, which is a best of five, of course. Uh, plus 164. He is down a set to Grigor Dimitrov. So again, if you go two and two with dogs, um, you know, that works out nicely, although these dogs, you in yesterday's case, it was the big dogs that hit. In today's case, if it's the small dogs that end up hitting, well, then it's just sort of a wash. And Bronzetti, and, you and Drew both on, correct? Bronzetti and Zhang. And Zhang Xinwen. We're both on those. And I have I have uh, Xinwen Zhang both to win her quarter and to win the tournament as well in outrights. So this, and this was a brutal draw for her. Brutal draw for her uh, to take on Yelena Ostapenko. So, well, still some tennis to be played, but she is up a set. That's a good start. Anyway, these are my U.S. Open futures in case you were uh, wanting the update again from pre-flop times. Iga, way back the night that Ash Barty retired when we were doing primetime action at Ash Barty, yeah. right when we left the set at 7 p.m. Pacific, she retired, grabbed, went across. I was like, oh, are there any stray Iga numbers for the French? There weren't, but there was Iga stray numbers for both uh, – Wimbledon, that didn't turn out to work, and here for the U.S. Open. So 7-1, to one, you couldn't have gotten her any time near to this tournament. But then the three besides that, Beatrice Haddad Maya, who rolled love and love yesterday in her first-round match. Lyudmila Samsonova, who rolled in her first-round match yesterday. Have her 8-1 to one to win her quarter, the easy Serena quarter, and 80-1 to one to win it. And then Zhang, 55-1 to one to win it all. Kyrgios, by the way, rolled his buddy Kokonakis yesterday. We have him, the only player on the ATP side. What were the other two for Drew? Zhang... Bronsetti, and who else did he have? Do you know? Oh, Kelly. Yeah, let me pull it up. Kelly's like, you're no longer my... <laughs> I'm no longer your guy because I don't have this ready to go. There yeah. you go. No, those are my... Yes, there we go. Uh, Lorenzo Musetti, he has on the men's side. I have to see if that started. And Sophia Kennan, which I totally endorse, but the Kennan number's out of whack now. You can't really bet it where it is because I think it's close to minus 150 at this point. So um, there you go. And my survivors were through. There was somebody asking about Survivor. So I don't have to make a pick today. I only have to make one starting tomorrow. But I got two through on the men's side um, and two through on the ladies' side. It was you and who was my other one on the men's side? You and Bublik for those scoring at home. And on the women's side, it was Layla Fernandez and Elizabeth Mandlick. So you got to do like one per round? That's how it works? You have to do two per round. So the first round lasts two days, but I already used mine yesterday. Right, okay. So then for the second round, same thing, I'll have to use two. Yeah, Kenan up to minus 170, I'm seeing in yeah. places. She's showing signs, as she used to be. So those were the uh, those were the tennis picks of the day. Baseball picks of the day were from Mark Borchard. He went Philly's first five, Philly's first five in their ball game today, and then he went the Dodgers. One of those rare occasions where you can get the Dodgers at a, you know, a, a reasonable price. 
By the yeah. way, Phillies are at the Diamondbacks. That one is uh, Aaron Nola. That much of his bet was because it was Aaron Nola against Zach Gallen. The Dodgers, he can get a reasonable price um, today at the Mets, of course. Big series between division leaders. And that one is uh, Andrew Heaney going against, against uh, Taiwan Walker. Going up against Taiwan. Yeah, Dodgers anywhere between minus 140, minus 150, it looks like, in that game today. All right, so, uh, you know, some other Major League Baseball games that are of, of note today. The Orioles, the Birds, the O's, whatever you want to call them. So call them growing up. Orioles are at the Guardians. Orioles right now, two games out, two of the American League wild card standings, which is just unbelievable. And even Mark Borchard, noted Orioles number denier, says that it is starting to get close to a good bet on the Orioles to make the playoffs. A yes bet. The Orioles right now at about plus 320. He's got it at plus 450. So not quite yet does he believe it's a, it's a good value bet. But uh, he thinks there's a, we're saying there's a chance at this point. Well, I still got Ryan Mountcastle. Right? They so still Always the, a chance, Gil, with Ryan Mountcastle. Come the, on. The official baseball player of primetime <laughs> action. Right. Ryan Mountcastle. Going up against the Guardians. By the way, Guardians now nursing, and I do mean nursing, a one-and-a-half game lead in the American League Central over the Twinkies. As the White Sox are five back, uh, that's going to be Cal Quantrill going for the uh, for the Guardians. Guardians minus 145. All these games now, I know it's the end of August, so all of these games have, like, massive, massive implications, uh, including that Dodgers-Mets one, which, again, we, you know, we don't want to gloss over again, but for the Dodgers, maybe not so much. Dodgers, obviously, pro, you know, they're, they're coasting into the postseason. The only thing the Dodgers are chasing is the Mariners' 116-win season of 2001. Currently, the Dodgers at 89-38 and 38 are two games behind where the Mariners were that season in 2001. How about Let's that? Let's go. How about that? And Ma- Dodgers futures are my only futures bets. Did you do the whole preseason, just just make a bet, put in your account, yeah, forget it's about a, it's it? It's like my Djokovic bets in tennis. Yeah. I'm like, I'll make one bet, two bets, put in the account, and wait till it rolls around in October. How'd that Djokovic uh, U.S. Open Not work out for you? Yeah. There's Kelly's futures. Dodgers to win the NL. Dodgers to win the World Series. Plus 380, seven to one. By the way, I love your Tony Gonsolin. Cy Young till he got hurt. Yeah, I know, right? Oh, it's brutal. That was a killer. Brutality. Al- Alvarez was a good number for like three days, two months ago. <laughs> that one went out the window. Yeah. Blue Jays over 90 and a half. I think they're like right on that pace. The uh, last time you got to win 22 of your final ball games. I mean, you got to they got to step it up a little bit. Well, let's go, Toronto. Come uh, on. Well, I mean, it's it's well in well in reach though. Uh, other ball games tonight: Red Sox at the Twins. We mentioned that the Twins only one and a half games out of the AL Central. Red Sox just it does not look like it's going to happen for the Red Sox this year. Sixty-two and sixty-seven in the cellar of the American League East. Twins are uh, minus one thirty home favorites today, uh, as the Twins just really try to catch the Guardians because that's the division where right now it does not look like there will be a wild card team from. That could change. But does not look like that's the case. Uh, that is going to be uh, Crawford against Chris Archer, old friend Chris Archer, taking the hill for the uh, Twins today. Twins minus 130 favorites there. And then Padres and Giants, and I said this to Paul Spore yesterday, where I was going through, hey, can this is before we knew Gonsolin was hurt. I said, if Gonsolin even loses one more game, right, part of his Cy Young candidacy is his 16-1 record. Can he, can he win a Cy Young by losing one more game? He was like, I think so. But even that was tight. The other question was, if the Giants win this series against the Padres, meaning win two or three of these games, is it is it lights out for the Padres? Like, will you say they will not make the playoffs? Because right there, the Padres in a dogfight with the Brewers, of course, for that final 
playoff spot in the National League. And right now, both teams tied in the loss column. The Padres have won three more games. So technically, it's a one-and-a-half game lead. But they're tied in the loss column with 59, Padres and Brewers. Padres took the lead against Carlos Rodon last night, 3 to nothing in the uh, first inning. Uh, after the top half of the first, held on for dear life for the 6-5 to five win. They're back at it at Oracle tonight in San Francisco. How about Mark Borchard's comment about he thinks the Giants are a good bet for you to want to make the playoffs? Yeesh. Um, and that's coming from a Giants fan, by the way. But 40-1 is 40-1, I guess. Tonight at the uh, ballpark, it's going to be Blake Snell against Logan Webb. Logan Webb, who had a great stretch of home prowess at Oracle um, plus 116, Giants, home dogs on the dime line, Padres minus 126. And Gil, our, uh, our pro tip for hour number two, bet on Kirk Cousins MVPs some value there still, right? That, that's the one we kicked around earlier today. We uh, both you agreed and I on Each it. landing yeah. on that is one of our favorite MVP bets you could make right now, 50-1. to one. We think this is a team with a high upside this year. Packers maybe taking a step back. Kirk Cousins at 50-1 to one or better. You can find even better out there. I think some value on that bet. Just a reminder, we'll do this every hour on VEASAN shows across across the network. That means you get 20 every day available for VEASAN Pro subscribers only at VEASAN.com where you can sort through them by sport and by show. Very nice. I like both of our uh, pro tips today, both NFL-related. Yeah. like them very much. All right, Kelly, how would we do? Show number one. I think we did pretty good. It's like riding a bike, baby. Let's go. Great to have you. Kelly Bidlin, producer number nine, everybody. Again, thanks to uh, Isaiah and Wyatt and Sean, the old primetime action crew. Love it. Thank you so much for listening. Hope we uh, said something to make you win a bet today. Let's get it done in tennis. Lombardi line next for Visa. Enjoy the Sports Betting Network. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Calshi. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Taylor Swift's new album, Will or Won't It Be Album of the Year? What about Biden's approval rating? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $10 bonus to the first 500 people who sign up by going to Calshi.com slash numbers game spelled K-A-L-S-H-I. There's no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Calshi.com. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.